Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. The topic this week is Be Your Own Mentor, and today's episode is called Get Out of Your Comfort Zone. So I tend to stay in friendships, jobs, and activities longer than I should because I like to be comfortable, and I'm sure that I'm not alone in this. I know it's so much easier to be comfortable, to not have to make changes, to just solidify your decision and just stay there and never leave and never, you know, level up and never have to deal with any adversity and never have to deal with any problems or uncertainty and fear and changes that you have to make. You know, I like to be safe and not have to worry about pleasing someone if I can get away with it. Um, because I'm such a people pleaser, but if I can find a way without hurting anyone's feelings and get away with not having to please them, I like it. And I understand that that's a choice that a people pleaser can make to just not do that. But if you have ever been wrapped up in that or experienced that, you'll know how hard it is to get out of that tumultuous cycle. Um, but yeah, I like to not have to worry about pleasing anyone or having to worry about what it would mean to make a change or have to put forth as much effort as I did in the beginning. You know, I I don't want to have to really have to push myself further a lot of times. And this was most of my life. Um, but why, you ask? Well, because it's scary, right? That's the honest answer, because it's scary. It's scary and hard to step outside of your comfort zone because of the unknown, the deathly uncertainty, and the fear of not knowing what the heck to do when you step out. Like I mentioned before, uncertainty. I don't like uncertainty. A lot of people don't like uncertainty, but I feel like people that specifically deal with anxiety and worry don't like uncertainty a lot because you prefer to plan. You prefer to kind of have a good idea of what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and how it's going to affect you, right? So, you know, staying in your little comfortable space and spot is much easier than having to go out into the world and brave all of these unknown challenges or even positive experiences, but you don't know they're going to be positive because you haven't actually been through them. So usually for me, I have to be so super overzealous about whatever it is I want or need to do that would be considered stepping outside of my comfort zone. You know, I have to be so overly hyped uh, so that it distracts me from all the fear I have of whatever it is. Like it has to just consume me and I have to be like, okay, let's read Let's go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, I'm ready to do this thing. And you know, this is a tactic I have used for years on end. It just, it just works for me. But I have been working harder to just step out into new things like an adult, like someone that needs to break the glass and escape the little comfortable place that I've made for myself. Um, But I need to do it without hyping myself up because I'd like to push through that fear and try new things on the regular. And, you know, I wonder if there's anyone else out there that has gone through that same thing or you practice that same ritual of needing to hype yourself up so that you can push through new things so you can try new challenges. Um, I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I don't think I am. And if you are akin with me in that, yay, we do it together. 
Again, it's something, it's a habit I'm trying to break. It's something that I'm not trying to lean so much on because it's not healthful, helpful, healthful. It's not healthy and it's not helpful. It is neither of those things. It's a good tactic and I feel like it's a way to get you by for a while, but you definitely need to learn how to cultivate the strength and the ability to handle the fear and the uncertainty and the exhilaration and excitement that all comes with change and stepping outside of your comfort zone. But let's recognize that stepping out of your comfort zone is really tough. Like that's that's a true fact. I believe that's a fact. It does get easier as time goes on, you know, as with most things, but it's natural to always hold on to a little bit of fear or excitement because the initial jump out of the unknown, you know, like I was speaking about before, you know, you can have fear and uncertainty and anxiety, but you can also have exhilaration and excitement and, you know, it's all flurried together because, you know, you're excited to try something new, but you are feeling like you're deathly afraid of not sure how it's going to pan out. And, you know, this is even, this goes even deeper if you're a perfectionist because, perfectionists tend to really lean on the side of not trying things that they don't understand how it's going to work out so that you don't break this internal mind streak of perfection that you believe that you currently have. You know what I mean? Um, You don't want to go outside of your comfort zone because you know that you do so many things well and by venturing outside it, you might not do something well, and that'll just totally shatter your whole belief of who you are and what you're all about. So it can be really tough. Stepping outside of your comfort zone is really tough. Um, But, you know, the thing about getting out of your comfort zone that causes trouble for people is the fear of the unknown, which I've mentioned several times, but also the fear of your values and beliefs clashing with whatever this new experience will be, whatever this new experience will bring. And, you know, those kinds of experiences can rock our lives. And we aren't sure what to think or even feel besides fear. And when you have that intense feeling of like, oh my goodness, how is this going to affect my daily life right now? How is this going to affect how I deal with everything or how I see the world after this, after experiencing this, you know, I feel like it can go to definitely like a surface level of like, I'm just really scared of what's going to happen. And then you can go a little bit deeper of like, how is this really going to shake me and change me as a person? So it just depends on who you are and how self-aware you are to really evaluate like how deep this fear of stepping outside of your comfort zone goes. But what I believe we don't realize And what we forget is that there is so much to learn and grow in when we decide to step outside. When we decide to step outside, doesn't that sound really cute? But yeah, we just, we don't realize learning and growing, which is, I'm sure there's people out there like, oh, Sabrina, always talking about learning and growing. Yes, 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 I am. Learning and growing, it's, it's, it's opportunities that we always need to take hold of, that we always need to step into because Learning and growing is important to evolving as a person and becoming your best self. And that is why I will always continue to push those things. But I feel like we realize that we, we, well, we don't realize and we forget that stepping outside of our comfort zone will give us those things. And there is this feeling of increased anxiety and risk when we do something new, new 
and different, but it's always so worth it. You know, think back to times where you have stepped outside of your comfort zone and done something different and new. And did you regret it? You know, maybe you're telling yourself, yes, Sabrina, I regret it every single one. Well, even when it doesn't turn out, it's still a valuable experience because you for sure learn something. But think about the times where it did work out and think about the times where you did learn something valuable and it was a great experience. And, you know, think about the times where you decided to have a very responsible um, way of thinking and like, okay, well, this didn't turn out how I planned or desired or wanted or in the opposite direction, but I still value this experience and it'll help me in the future, you know, make better decisions and, you know, uh, have relationships with better people and just go in a different direction or trust my gut or whatever it is. So I encourage you to not let that fear consume you because it's so worth it to step out and try new things and discover things that you didn't even realize that you would really love and enjoy and need in your life. That's the thing that I don't want you to miss out on. So, well, we are going to chat about five tips I have for how you can step outside of your comfort zone even more. But before we do that, I want to mention the five-minute reset, which is the five-minute reset allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It is like a mindset and a philosophy kind of that I've come up with so that you are able to understand that right now, at any time of day it is, in the morning, right before you go to bed, in the middle of the day, whenever, however many times a day, you can draw a line in the sand and make the decision that you're starting your day over right then and there. You are not going to let anything that was bogging you down, causing you stress and anxiety and worry drag on to, through the rest of the day or even to the next day. You are not going to do that. You're going to draw that line in the sand and be like, okay, my, do, my new day starts right here. And again, even if you do it right before you go to bed, you're like, okay, I just need to put the stress and worry of the day, of the work day, of my family life or whatever behind me and move forward and be able to sleep soundly and then wake up and have a amazing day have an amazing day the next day so that is what the five minute reset does and so all you need is five minutes by yourself take more time if you have it but all you need is five minutes and it allows you to take a break from any issues or burdens that you are currently dealing with you can also take some time to go through some resolutions for any problems or issues that you're having alone or with someone else I do always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, medium size, totally fine. Uh, you can be grateful for hanging out with your friends. You can be grateful that you finally watched the finale of The Bachelor. I did that recently. Super disappointing. Um, you can be grateful that maybe you picked up some new art or things to put on your walls where you live. Or maybe you're grateful that you finally got a room in your house clean and you feel really proud of it. Good job. Good on you. That's awesome. So you can literally be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending. It's pretty fantastic. And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day, because hopefully coming up with your gratitude list and really taking some time to reflect on positive things and blessings happening in your life will help you realize that there are better positive things to focus on than any negative situations and experiences that you may be going through. And also focusing on those positive things will help you to get through those negative times so much easier. So you need the five-minute reset, use it anytime you need. That's why I came up with it. 
Okay, so let's chat about how we can get outside of our comfort zone even more or a jump start if it's not something that you find yourself doing very often. Like I said, I have five suggestions for you today. So the first one is to switch up your daily routine. It's so important for you to mix in a little bit of something you haven't tried or maybe something you haven't done in a while just to change up your routine because I know that there are a lot of us, including myself, that have the same exact routine when you wake up in the middle of the day and when you go to bed at night. But if you decide to just throw something else in there just to see how it would work, just to see if it would make your day better or worse or more efficient or just give you a spark of joy, try it. So maybe it would be like rearranging the time that you decide to do your journaling or do, or do like reading a book or meditation or working out, you know, um, or maybe you decide that you're going to start waking up earlier as opposed to waking up later, which means that you probably need to go to bed a little bit earlier, but you're able to get up in the morning, enjoy the sunrise, maybe take your dog or whatever on a walk. I know some people that walk their cats, man. <laughs> I've seen it with my eyes. Um, yeah, maybe try something like that, or maybe you want to implement, um, better things for you to do to enjoy on your breaks. If you have a break from work or you have a, like, whether you work at an office or you work at home, just implementing more breaks. Um, maybe you want to switch up your routine. If you spend spending a lot of time watching TV, maybe you want to incorporate more walks or you want to play games with your family. Like there are a myriad of things that you can do to switch up your daily routine, but I would encourage you to start tinkering around in that. So you can kind of shake things up and see if you can make it better and meld it. I honestly think you could shake up your routine like quarterly or like twice yearly because it will just help you to really stay on your toes, but also refresh things so you don't get like, feel like you're in a slump, you know? Okay. So the second suggestion I have is to make a point to learn something new. So I love learning new things all the time. And this podcast actually helps me learn new things all the time because there are a lot of things that I have to research so that I can give you guys accurate information for the shows. And so I find myself learning things all the time. But prior to the podcast, I would still be learning. I love to watch certain documentaries. I like to read books, magazines, little articles online. You know, I like to talk to people that are in, you know, work in or just interested in or experienced in things that I have never heard of or that I am not familiar with and learn directly from them. I'm always learning something new from my husband. I would say probably every other day because he knows so much about so many things that I don't. Um, and I'm sure he's learning from me too. Uh, just It's just an opposite of things that we are more proficient at and experts at, you know? So I just encourage you to find, make it a point learn something new every day. So whether that is going online and finding an article, or maybe you're going to get a book and read a chapter every day or half a chapter, and or maybe you'll just like make friends with people online and learn new things from them, or maybe you'll decide to learn a language on the side or whatever it may be. You can. There are so many avenues, uh, ways for you to learn new things. I just encourage you to give it a try. So the third point I have is to identify certain things you want to overcome. So let's say that you have a problem with anxiety. Maybe you want to make a decision to step outside of your comfort zone and get help and assistance for that. So, you know, you could always seek professional counseling. I always recommend that. It's so super helpful. 
Or maybe you just want to find some of your own resources to start with. So whether it's you find a book or a workbook, or I do have a couple episodes on anxiety, selfless plug, you want to go back into the archives. Um, Or if you want to listen to someone else's show, you know, it doesn't matter. You can just go out and find the resources you need and then see if you need to, again, seek out professional help, which you shouldn't be ashamed of. It's amazing. It's so super helpful. Um, And so maybe that is one of the things that you want to overcome, or maybe you are struggling with anger, or maybe like me, you're struggling with being a people pleaser or a perfectionist, Um, or maybe you are wanting to overcome your fear of asking your boss for a raise. Maybe that's something you want to work on and you need to get advice and you need to figure out how to go about that whole situation. There could be so many things that you want to overcome. Maybe you want to tell someone how you feel about them, someone that you want to be your partner or your spouse or whomever. There are so many things that us individually would like to overcome, I bet, and you just need to make the decision, commit to it, and then figure out a plan. And you don't need to have a plan before you commit to it. If you just commit to it and make that decision, then you can seek out help and assistance, which is fine. You should seek out help and assistance. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. It's actually really smart on your part. And figure out how to overcome those things so they are no longer barriers in your life. And that would be stepping outside your comfort zone because it's more comfortable to not deal with things that are overcoming you, but at least you don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Um, Okay, so the fourth tip I have for you is to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. I feel like this is kind of a cliche kind of phrase, get more comfortable being uncomfortable, but we do need to become more comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, feeling awkward, feeling like we are exposed, feeling like we are unsure and just living by the seat of our pants with adversity tattooed to our back. And I believe that it will be a really good way for you to get outside of your comfort zone more and more and more. And obviously you're not going to be able to jump right into this. This will be super scary and overwhelming and probably just too much. You don't want to induce more anxiety. Um, That's too much. So I would encourage you little by little, get more comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, be okay with not knowing the answer to something, be okay with, you know, people feeling awkward when you're asking questions or when you're trying to explain something to them that they don't understand, you know, Um, be comfortable speaking in front of people if that's not something you normally do. Be comfortable, uh, you know, confessing your love to someone if that's what you choose to do. Or be comfortable seeking out a professional to help you with whatever mental health uh, struggles that you are currently going through. The more that we can be comfortable being uncomfortable, the more that we will be able to do and the stronger we will become. I promise you. And the last tip that I have for you today is to spend more time with people that step outside of their comfort zones. So basically find people in your life that already do this and maybe ask them questions. Maybe just, you know, observe them and see how they get through those uncomfortable times, those those uncertain and exposed times in their lives. Um, yeah, and or maybe use them as a mentor if you are willing to have that kind of relationship with them. I think it's always nice to have someone to look up to and someone that you could trust to ask questions and figure out how to do something even better. And I feel like spending more time with people that do go outside their comfort zones would be very beneficial to you. 
Okay, you guys, well, that's all I have to talk about today. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. I encourage you to share it with your friends. Thank you so much for downloading and listening, and please find someone to share it with. I hope I can help more people. Also, check the description box below for notes for the show where you can find me on Instagram where I am giving out free coffee cards if you come and follow and chat me up, which is at Sabrina. Uh, Joy Perozo, or you can send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. Uh, visit my website, sabrinajoy.com, where you can leave a review for the show, listen to the show directly from the website, give a donation if you'd like to support the show via PayPal or Patreon. And that's about it, you guys. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate you so very much. You're amazing. And the next episode within this topic of being your own mentor, we will be discussing networking with peers. But until next time, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye guys.